again to the Yoshi Didn't podcast located here in Atsugi, uh, which is the hometown of our guest, Tim St. John, who uh, we, uh, we, I say we, this is just me, it's Rick. Uh, Rick Hall, I'm doing the Yoshi Didn't podcast without Yoshi, which is the best way to do the Yoshi Didn't podcast, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah. Yoshi has not been invited. He is not welcome in my... He's not welcome in my home prefecture. <laughs> <laughs> and Tim and I had a discussion uh, a couple of weeks ago that uh, got trashed because I um, don't know how to use this machine, and I had the microphones pointed at the fan, which was running, and we lost uh, the whole conversation, which was really great. And uh, I guess we're going to, in a way, try to recreate it here, but... I don't know. It was pretty magical. It was magical. It was it was really a, a great podcast, and I wish you, you could hear it. It's too bad because I could have done what I'm doing today, which is just turn on the air conditioner. Mm-hmm. But I'm cheap. Mm. This is at we're at my school right now, and I you know I try to save every buck I can. You're understandably cheap. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not going to be. Uh, it's going to be a pale shadow of our first. Yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, I was completely like ready for it now it was like on a sunday morning i had kind of you know slept well the night before yeah. now you're getting me after a full day of work <laughs> and like a night or like i just completely hung over so <laughs> i'll try to you know i'll try to do my best but, but we both got a belly full of ramen yeah so, um, <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's never it's never as good the second time and you can Insert some kind of friends. Yeah. (laughs) Insert. Yoshi can say something right now. Yoshi can say something totally obvious and unfunny. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Yoshi. So Uh, we'll give many like we can maybe let Yoshi just like stop it every once in a while. Okay, here's your cue to say something, Yoshi. (laughs) It's more interactive that way. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) Well. you know, this whole conversation is going to be like every interesting thing that we discuss. We're going to be like, well, did we is, say that last time? Yeah, well, did we already it, go over this. It's going to be like the third. We've we've met like three times, and yeah. each time I'm pretty sure the first time we met we just like got to know each other, and then we pretty much had the same conversation again on the podcast. And now we're doing it. It's the same conversation for the third time. Yeah, yeah. Whew, I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> but let me give you the uh, the the uh, short rundown of uh, Tim and his life and personality, and I'll pretty much sum you up, you know, in a few catchphrases. I'll try, yeah. Uh, Tim uh, has been living in Japan for how long now? Four years. Four years. And he uh, previously taught uh, English in uh, China? China, yeah. I lived in China for four years also. And he uh, is living here uh, because his wife wanted to move back yeah, well, both my wife and I mm-hmm. kind of figured it would probably be better financially to move here. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's also more exciting because I'm from Canada. I'm from Ottawa, Canada. And if 
you've probably never heard of Ottawa, Canada. It's the capital of Ottawa, uh, Canada, but Ottawa is just a cold, boring, shitty city. Mm. So living in Tokyo is much better on in every sense of the word. <laughs> especially if you like to sweat. Yes, especially if you like humidity. There's no shortage of that here. <laughs> and Tim uh, is a co-partner in this English language school where he teaches little kids English. Yeah. And some other adults. Well, yeah, we are um, we are about 80% um, elementary school and kindergarten kids. Yeah. So. And uh, he's actually taught all day with a hangover. Yeah. I usually don't do <laughs> teaching with hangovers, but last night kind of just came out of nowhere. And then all of a sudden it was like midnight and... Somebody was ordering, like we were drinking, all of a sudden it went from beer to whiskey and then I just looked at my watch I was like, I have to fucking leave now. <laughs> I was with a bunch of British people, so. And you were out here too, right? So you didn't have the excuse of, I yeah. have to get the train. No, no, it was, no, 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 I can't, I couldn't use that. I actually took a taxi <laughs> home last night because I was just too drunk to walk. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, uh, one thing I learned from talking to Tim is that he's got he's led a very interesting life. He's uh, got um, uh, some uh, martial arts experience. He's a little bit. I yeah. I don't consider myself like I'm, I don't know. Like I, I I'm I, I'm friends with real martial artists. Like mm. the guys I did. I've done Muay Thai for maybe six years or so, but recently I stopped because I had a child and my wife told me I'm not allowed to hurt myself anymore. But uh, I don't consider myself by any means like a, you know, like a real fighter. Like the guys at the gym who train professionally and what I would do are a lot different. Like I was doing it in, like, it was like 50% I was doing it to stay in shape and 50% like trying to keep my life exciting. And then like there's a little bit of masochism in there too. <laughs> so, but yeah. Anyway, continue. Sorry. You were never uh, competing. Never. I never. No, I never competed. I never. Uh, I helped my main up until about a few, maybe about a year ago. I was like just a sparring partner for guys who were competing. And which is really, really, really not a good thing to find yourself like doing on a Tuesday afternoon, mm. like trying to have like a friend, you know, somebody who's got a fight coming up and yeah. you're having the coaches telling like, you know, you have to go hard. You have to like spar hard with this guy because he's got to be ready. And then all I have to do is go to work <laughs> and teach little kids. <laughs> you know? So I kind of came to the point where like, why the fuck am I doing this? Yeah. And like, I knew why I was doing it because it is like, it's challenging. It's, you know, it keeps your... It, it was a, the re, like I guess the main reason why I liked it so much was it's like it was like forced meditation mm -hmm. where you know people would try to like calm their mind but for me the only thing that ever seemed to work was to like force myself to s be very focused yeah. and the only way you could I could be really focused is if I was kind of in a situation where somebody was attacking or like in kind of like a conflict or like you're like I guess combat is the, the only, yeah. you know, combat is very, you must be focused if you're doing it. So I, it was a lot of that why I ended up doing it because I was really calm. It would calm, I would be calm, very calm afterwards. So mm. I don't know. And then after, but then I would also end up getting kicked in the neck 
and not be able to move my left hand for oh. two days and you know, lots of small stuff like that. And there was really no payoff there. So I just, <laughs> and my wife eventually got really angry at me. Yeah. She was kind of just said to me, like, how would you feel if I had this hobby? How would you feel? And I'm like, oh, okay, fine, I understand. So yeah. anyway, yeah. It's tough. I, I, I don't really, I mean, the combat thing, I'm total pussy. I can't. I've, I've been hit in the face a few times, and I always immediately go down on the ground. But uh, it's that's normal. Yeah, <laughs> I've been mean, hit in the face and went to the ground many times. It too. wasn't even like <laughs> it even wasn't like a decision I made. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's a normal reaction, Rick. You're not alone in that. I've seen lots of people get hit in the face and fall immediately. <laughs> My face decided yeah. that I was going to go down on the ground. Uh, but uh, there's got to be. Uh, I mean, I, I imagine it's. Similar to other things you can do that have really high stakes, you know, like mm. people do extreme sports, yeah, kind of thing where you just concentration, yeah. I mean, and there's like yeah. the big, the big payoff, and there's also like a big, like you have Risk. a lot to lose, yeah. you know, if you yeah. if you're not paying attention. Yeah. But yeah, I I could never, I could never go like I never wanted to have like I never even wanted to have an amateur fight. So that's like I really don't like saying I'm a martial artist because I'm a pussy. <laughs> when it comes to when it comes down to it, like they asked me if I wanted to have a mar- uh, uh, an amateur fight one time, and I like thought about it, and by the end of the day, I was a wreck just yeah. thinking about it, and I was like, ah, so so again, like I, I don't like. You're a martial craftsman. I I have an interest in it. I have a respect for it, but I am by no means a tough guy or a martial artist by you know by like the I don't know. I'm not a badass, basically. (laughs) I teach children. (laughs) (laughs) Well, do you do do you teach any kids who are tough enough to you know do a little? Oh yeah, no. I have a lot of students that are. I don't have any kids that do Muay Thai, but I have a lot of kids that do karate. Wow. And you can honestly, I think it's a good thing for little kids to do because I can see little boys that who do it. They have a calmness about them. They have a confidence. They're confident and they're also, like, they don't have wild energy. They tend to be very, you know, they're not bouncing in their seat. They're calm. They have, like, an outlet for all that energy. So I kind of, I, you know, if my son is interested in that or if he has that kind of personality, I'll definitely, you know, you know, it'll be a lot of, you know, his personality, his decision. But I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing for little kids to do, little boys to do especially. Girls too. I shouldn't say no. Girls too. Depends on, you know, it depends on the energy level that's inside of a child. (laughs) I've seen lots of different children who have, like lots of children who get stuck in front of the TV, I guess. Or I don't know what their home situation is, but they're, they need they need an outlet for that. Yeah. And English class isn't the outlet they need. <laughs> <laughs> English class is not helping them yeah. deal with their, you know, their their behavior. It just yeah. makes my life more difficult. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't I don't see them as being the same thing at all. No. no. Um well, <laughs> it isn't. <laughs> your your Muay Thai was the uh, the way you uh, you got your nose broken, and we were talking about the uh, about uh, oh, yeah. socialized medicine. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was it, you had an interesting experience uh, in trying to get it fixed in in Japan. I'm am d- sorry, I'm, I'm yeah. just lobbing these. Like, no, no, yeah, you're lobbing. Yeah. You're giving me <laughs> softballs to hit here. Yeah. No, uh, I had um, 
I had gotten my nose broken maybe over like my life I maybe had been two or three times and I had to get what is it called um, my like a deviated septum kind of like it was deviated because it had been hit so I had to get it rebroken and the first deviated septum so okay Yoshi you can make a deviated rectum joke right now <laughs> go <laughs> <laughs> God, and we have to include Yoshi in these things. It's his podcast, right? <laughs> but the thing is, Yoshi is so predictable. Exactly. Just, that's why it's just... You can just imagine what he would say. We were, that's we're, we're law, I'm giving him... Law, you know. In fact, the audience can probably fill yeah. in all the, the blanks. <laughs> uh, so I had, to get my, I had to get nose surgery. And the first doctor I had went to... Oh, it was a, like, it's all clinics here. It's not like you go to the hospital and they do it. It's all private clinics. They have a really good medical system here compared to Canada. I don't know about the American system, but as compared to Canada, there's no waiting. You just go to the clinic. Anyway, so I went to the clinic with my wife and I saw the doctor and as soon as I walked in, the doctor's like, well, what's the deal? And I said, I need to get no surgery. And it kind of like, it was all being done through my wife. I had just kind of gotten here. My Japanese wasn't so good. And my was my wife was doing all the talking, and I could kind of all of a sudden, all of a sudden, it was over. Like we were leaving, and I was like, he didn't. So what's the deal? Am I coming back? Or he didn't look. You know, he didn't even look in my nose. He didn't take an X-ray. He didn't do anything. And my wife was, my wife knowing how I guess how I am, she just didn't say. She just kind of waited till we were out the door to like lay the lay it on me. Right. And she said, "Well, basically, they don't want to. They don't want to. They don't want to deal with foreigners." And I was like, "What <laughs> the fuck? What do you mean he doesn't want to deal with foreigners?" And the reason was because uh, the surgery I was going to get, I would had to been put under, and it was painful. It's not a very pleasant experience. You get stuff put in your nose for four or five days, and they have to they have to pull it out afterwards. Mm. It's kind of really uncomfortable, and they have to take care of you for like two or three days. And the doctor just said, "We don't want to have to deal with a person that's going to complain, which is a foreigner." Like, and that was the that, and that is kind of commonplace. Whereas in like, yeah, foreigners are big time. Bitches, I don't know. <laughs> like complain, like they complain about, yeah. like they don't, they vocalize too much, right? And or they don't have, or like you know, I'm yeah, sure yeah. there's a lot of people who will say that it's a uh, Japanese have higher tolerance of pain, but it's also more, it's more about vocalization. Yes, because I and and and, and but it's also uh, like it's true. Like again, like at the time, my reaction was very negative i was like fucking why didn't you tell him that i got my nose broken <laughs> by someone who just punched me in the face like and i had all these kind of like yeah, yeah. like kind of defensive reactions to the situation but like i was also really new here at the time and now i kind of get it <laughs> it sounds like i still don't agree with that kind of racist that's, well, what, it's, that's like, what i was going to say it's like, racist but it's <clears throat> 
like it's, it's more like some, it's, it's based, based on based something, on something right. yeah. you know that doesn't happen with Japanese people. It's yeah. and that's true. Like it yeah. is not something a Japanese person. It's not, Japanese people do not vocalize their pain. A cultural taboo against making trouble. Yeah, yeah, and there's a because it's a shame-based culture, yeah. and there's we whereas Westerners, we're not shame-based. Yeah. We're more guilt-based. I you know. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but, like, but even like to, just to, to to like get to give you another example of my wife. My wife had a child about three months ago. It'll be. Oh my God! It's three months today. Yeah! Jesus Christ! I didn't even know it. Yes! I looked at my watch. It's, it's been three months today. Anyway, uh, so she, when, when my wife was discouraged to, like all doctors discourage women here to have any kind of, um, kind of like drug. Sorry, any kind of drug, uh, like any drugs when they have. A birth. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, epidural. epidural. Right. Like they really discourage epidurals. There was an article they just had about the encouraging women to go on a diet when they're pregnant, and the, yeah, causing underweight babies that, apparently. That's yeah. well, it's or that's what, according to World Health Organization, but I, yeah, it's but it's a cultural thing. It's a the food thing was a really like overeating was another thing that my wife really paid attention to. But anyway, mm -hmm. to get back to the epidural thing, yeah. it is. Like, I use the word shameful. Like, it's uh, from an old school Japanese point of view, it's really not good to have a baby with an epidural mm. because it shows weakness. Yeah. Yeah. And it's that's really ingrained in the culture. My wife was saying, like, oh, when my first one, I didn't know about this when my wife started looking for clinics. And then she told me, well, the clinic I'm going to is not going to have epidurals. And I was like, "Well, what? The f why the f what? What the fuck are you talking about? They're not going to have epidurals, and they just don't have them." Yeah. And my kind of like my reaction, you know, was like, "Well, what if you're in a lot of pain?" And then my wife's like, "I'll deal with it." Wow. Just, <laughs> just like the samurai she is. <laughs> wow. And she did. Yeah. yeah, and it's. Uh, I talked to her about it, and she said no. And then you know, we had a friend that had an epidural, and my wife's like, "Yeah, it's because she's weak." <laughs> <laughs> or like, my wife kind of made a comment. Was like, "Yeah, well, that's because she's not really a strong person." Like, she did it in a polite Japanese way. Right, right. She didn't just come out and say it, but yeah, yeah. it was. Well understood. <laughs> like what she meant. <laughs> it was like we were saying before. Uh, I'm not better than you. You're just worse. Than yeah, you. I'm not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not my fault that I am no better. But it's just you who is lower. <laughs> well, getting back to your broken nose, it, 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 the the thing about that story that uh, that kind of blows my mind is that there it kind of goes against what I would expect in a system where um, the, uh, I assume, I mean, because of government health care here, mm. and it's got, it's got a very good reputation, that uh, they pretty much control all the doctors. I mean, that's, are the doctors well, government employees, or how does it work? It's a, it's, a little, it's a little strange because it's, there is a public and a private uh -huh. At the same time, it's not like Canada where everything is public. Right. And 
again, like, I don't know what the American system's like. I don't know what Obamacare yeah, it's, is it's, compared to what it used to be or anything like that. I, I, I don't know. It's not anything. I mean, I, I, I'm not, uh, I, I have a libertarian mindset, but I'm not um, never going to defend the American system. It's one, for one thing, it's, it's not a free market no. in healthcare. Yeah. It's, it's, no, no, no. It's, it's the worst of all worlds, really. Yeah, you know? yeah. But here, it's a profitable business here if you run a private clinic. Mm-hmm. And the first place I went to, the guy who said he didn't want to deal with foreigners, uh, that was a private clinic. And then I went to a public hospital. Mm-hmm. And once you go to a public hospital, they pretty much, they can't deny you. They can't, you. Turn, they you can't turn you down. Yeah. So. It, it, it's just... <clears throat> It's funny that he made no pretense of his reason. Like it was, it was yeah, like. I really wish I could have understood <laughs> what was happening. I really like yeah. that at that point. I wish I could I would have had a good base mm-hmm. of Japanese to to get it. Because if it was now, I would have been able to. I would have been able to. Exp- I would have been able to like explain to him that like you know what I'm different. Yeah. <laughs> I really am different, you know. I understand. I'm yes, I turn around your whole I I, I, I wanted to just sit I would have now I would have just said, "You know what? You're right. Fucking white people are fucking huge complainers." I agree. I and I would have been able to articulate yeah. that, you know, like, "Hey, you know, I I understand what Japanese culture is. Yeah. I know how to usually know how to conduct myself yeah. and let's turn around I that also, stupid gaijin thing I, I, right me and you man right we're gonna make me and you, this guy could mean him could have changed it all <laughs> we're gonna start a revolution yeah, but i was i what the problem was i was at the time an ignorant gaijin who didn't speak the language so yeah. you know fucking you, i got sure i got what was coming to me i guess you weren't ignorant you just didn't speak the language ah yeah i know this, <laughs> thank you thank you rick <laughs> All right, Yoshi, here's your turn. <laughs> here's your turn, Yoshi. You can say something. Stupid Rick. <laughs> Shut up, Rick. <laughs> Fucking Kaijin. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I guess at some point I'm going to have to bring up the fact that Yoshi lost my cat while I was here in Japan, and uh, it's been about a week, and there's been no sign. But I have to commend Yoshi for um, his uh, tireless efforts to re- retrieve Juanito, and he's been pretty much doing everything that I would have thought of doing. He went to an animal rescue place. They put up flyers everywhere in the neighborhood. All my friends have been incredibly supportive and they've been going on missions around the neighborhood trying to find it. So there there seems to be no reason why any of my neighbors have the excuse of not knowing what my cat looks like and that he's lost. So uh, the fact that he hasn't turned up dead means that I've got some hope. And uh, when I get back in about a week, I'll... um, I'll have more information. So anyway, that's... Yeah. You, I, you made a good point a while ago when we were talking about ramen. You're like, what did you say? It's you know, it's not Yoshi's fault that your cat is... Well, like, I don't want to insult <laughs> your cat. I'm sorry, Rick. I'm not... Just, this is, this is, I'm quoting you, so I didn't say... You said it's not Yoshi's fault that your cat is stupid. <laughs> that's exactly... And that's, except I said it's not Yoshi's fault that my cat is as stupid as Yoshi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, that's correct. Yeah. yeah, you also made a good point about Yoshi. That how did how did you say that? It's like if, if Yoshi's got one redeeming quality is that. Uh, yeah, he, that's how it started. I'll let you finish. He doesn't want to hurt the people he's decided not to hurt. Yeah, and, and I'm happy to be one of those people. And I guess in, among normal people, that's what you call a friend. But uh, no, amongst normal people, that's called being. 
normal. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to apply those standards to someone like Yoshi, but but I, I do appreciate that he really. Is. If there's anything that makes you human, Yoshi, it's this characteristic. <laughs> and I'm not sure it makes you human, it but just doesn't make you a complete psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, so anyway, that little aside uh, gone. Um, you've got a big plans for tomorrow morning. That's uh, yeah. That's what's going on? Uh, Can you explain to the listeners what you're going to do? Uh, tomorrow, I am going to participate in uh, what is it? Uh, omikoshi. Uh, omikoshi is. Uh, it's like um. Well, it's a matsuri. It's a festival. First of all, it's a local festival, and the the. Uh, the Omikoshi is basically a shrine that is um, basically carried around the entire neighborhood. And I think where it comes from is that back in the day, back a long time ago, uh, a lot of the elderly people weren't able to go to the shrine to pray. And uh, I, the young men, the local young men, would have like a specific shrine they would take and carry around the neighborhood so the elderly could just come out to their front door and be able to pray to the shrine. I have absolutely no belief in any of this. <laughs> this is all, you know, I might as well be, you know, going to get, you know, <laughs> I might as well be going for, uh, like, communion. Like, it means nothing to me, but uh, the, the, the spiritual aspect means nothing to me. But actually, the, 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 the doing it, the carrying is going to be about 20 of us and the omiko the shrine the omikoshi is i want to say it's like about a metric ton it's a and it's about 20 or 30 of us and we carry i'm going to carry it for about well it starts from eight and it ends at eight but there's breaks in between like it's not just you know i i get a break every two hours and we're going to carry it probably uh i think it's maybe three kilometers four kilometers and you move at like a snail's pace because because it's a metric ton uh-huh. <laughs> you know like it's really a, and uh, you know everybody kind of bounces in together if you want to i'm sure you can find um videos of it on the internet um so yeah I, ever since i stopped doing Muay Thai, I have had no reason to exercise, <laughs> and I've had kind of no goals in my life other than, well, I shouldn't say I, my, my wife had a baby, so that's also been a big uh-huh. part of what I've been doing, but I just, my, the, um, a local guy, the local organizer is a friend of mine, he runs, um, he runs an izakaya, which is a bar, yeah. <laughs> which is a bar, and uh, he organizes it, and he's a friend of mine, and he asked me, if I wanted to do it, and I just was kind of taken back because I don't think I'm pretty sure there's not many foreigners that get that would be asked, or not that I'm fucking special or anything, but I just don't also don't think there'd be many foreigners that would be interested in doing it yeah. because it's you know fucking insanely painful. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, yeah. I have a feeling tomorrow it's gonna be like I'm gonna get like that feel. I'll get like a. How can you say like a flashback from a previous life uh-huh. of being like a slave in Egypt oh. and just carrying something goddamn ridiculously heavy? <laughs> <laughs> or perhaps I'll get a vision of being Christ on the cross. Oh. <laughs> just it's 
You're making me feel it. I, I really. Uh, I, I, I know. I, listen, I, I know. I'm. I, I, it sounds like I'm making it sound bad, but I did it two years ago. Yeah. And yeah, I, I didn't do the full tour. I only, I only did a, a little bit of it because I was watching it, and the same friend asked me to do it, and it was right at the end. So I only did two hours of it, but those two hours were, you know. You know, I have a virgin shoulder. <laughs> I had a virgin shoulder. Uh, do you guys <laughs> switch sides? During I, the- I didn't switch sides, but I'm hoping that will be the case, yeah. That seems crazy yeah. not to do that. But yeah. the re- I don't think I will because um, the, the guys who do it tend to get, like, these big, like, uh, spheres, like, spherical welts mm. on... And they only have them on one side. Uh-huh. Like, my friend Toshi yeah. is... Um, he's the the organizer. He he has like a giant ball on his. What is this? Your your what is that? Your I don't know what. It's muscle called is. the Quasimodo muscle. <laughs> <laughs> this muscle, right, the one on your the one between your neck and your shoulder. <laughs> and he has like a perfect like a perfect little like tennis sized ball. Oh. And he grabs it and he like can like m- manipulate it. It's really, Ooh. but he's been doing it for years and years. But I, I I'd like to. It's like a team. I would like I guess like a not a sport, but it's team activity. Mm-hmm. And if I do it tomorrow and I don't die, yeah. maybe I hope that I would like be a part of become maybe become a part of the team. And I think you know if it's cool because he's my friend and he's the organizer, so uh-huh. he can just tell anybody who gives you know gets a little racisty <laughs> he can tell them the fuck off <laughs> so hopefully oh hopefully like i like to be able to do this kind of make it you know my 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 new hobby it's an interesting hobby to take up but it'll be the, your uh, your replacement for getting it'll be my replacement for getting kicked in the head <laughs> will be getting my left shoulder annihilated oh. <laughs> it sounds like a it's a real you know local event and uh, and uh, you were saying that a lot of the people in the community that uh, you know have kids that go to your school and stuff like that will be yeah you do it so. yeah uh, we well that's like because I don't live that far away from my school mm-hmm. like I don't I live maybe about I live about maybe 15 minutes away but where I'm gonna be doing it is five to ten minutes away uh-huh. we're gonna be going like from where we are now uh-huh. up until like maybe two kilometers and then one kilometer like one kilometer two kilometers north and then one kilometer east mm-hmm. and yeah like it, i, I kind of like it it's like i was saying when we were at starbucks a while ago like if there's any old racist fucker talking <laughs> shit about having a foreigner like i'm pretty well i'm like i hope to like i i there's a good chance like there is a good chance that there will be my mother a mother yeah, of yeah. one of my students right next to him. Right. You know, in my mind, that's how it's going to work. Yeah. <laughs> Except the Japanese way is just not to... Yeah, but... <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. No one's going like, to I'm say, still going to get... Hey, he's all right. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> the confrontational Japanese yeah, person yeah. that never existed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, no, he did exist, but he... Yeah, he's actually he was, Korean, he was, and then he yeah. moved to LA. He's now, <laughs> he's now not allowed back in the country. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, uh, shit. What else did we talk about? Uh, 
three times already. We uh, talked about music, but I don't like again. Like I think me and you turned out that me and you had a lot in common with musical taste. Yes. Yes. Uh, I don't know how Yoshi. I don't know if Yoshi even likes me. In my mind, Yoshi is a giant AKB fan. AKB forty eight. <laughs> He seems like that kind of guy. He seems like the kind of guy that pervs on them. You know, that documentary was playing a couple places where uh, where I was staying in Kyoto, and I wanted to go see it, but then I was like, it's a documentary. If I don't understand what they're saying, oh, it's God. Gonna, it'll, it'll blow it. But uh, <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard nothing but good things. <laughs> yeah, about they're, well, it's they're be, wonderful. No, I mean, it's, it's supposed to be pretty inside. Like, they get into the whole scandal. Yeah thing and the head shaving and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's that whole head shaving thing is how Yoshi like I like I don't I didn't know like I knew who Yoshi was oh. and I was following him on Twitter because uh-huh. I'm like I watched the Joe Rogan podcast. Uh because you must know everyone in the world if you know who Yoshi is. Yeah I know seriously yeah. I have it's a work. credit to how bad <laughs> Japanese TV is is that I will sit down and listen to the Yoshi didn't podcast. <laughs> no, but no, I, I shouldn't be talking shit. But it's I really do like the Yoshi. I like the Yoshi is fucking hilarious. Yeah, but uh, Yoshi's next episode is in fact is going to be a cooking show and he's yeah, going to be he's going to be eating fish and he's going to be going. Yoshi. I think this this point needs to be addressed. Japanese TV, like I like Japan's not perfect, and I can forgive the racism. I can, and the racism is again, it's more like elitism. I don't want to say racism because it's not like American racism where people tend to be ignorant. Here, it's just elitism. Uh, I can forgive that. I can forgive the natural disasters. I can forgive. You know, people being incredibly shy and taking English classes to not speak at all. <laughs> but I can't forgive their TV. Their television is so bad. It's fucking unbelievably terrible. Yeah. yeah. It's it's unbelievable. It's you know I had that kind of that idea that you know a lot of Westerners have that there's this like the crazy game show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that doesn't exist here. It used to. It used to, yeah. 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 I don't know what happened. Uh, it's just people all... got retarded, I think. Yeah. I think, well, I think what happened was, I think it's probably similar to what happened to in Western uh, bro- broadcasting is that mm-hmm. reality TV took over. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot cheaper right. to pay To some, some B-list celebrities on. Yeah. And, and, and just have them eat fucking food. 24 hours a day or, or, or remark on how scenic the beauty is yeah. at this resort or know? comment on how <laughs> kawaii yeah. whatever the fuck they're looking at is <laughs> or how important you know Disney yeah. land is to, the, to them in their fucking life it's <laughs> fucking terrible uh, anyway yeah. it's 90 like I think I said this on the last podcast it's 90% of the arguments in my house with my wife is <laughs> her watching TV and then not me telling her to turn it off, but just me talking over it yeah. and just saying how stupid and fucking <laughs> pathetic they all are. It's just, again, and this is not a slant at a slant. Okay, Yoshi, slant. Yeah. There you go. It's your chance, Yoshi. Get out your little book. Yeah, go look under S. <laughs> this is not a... And it's not... There's nothing against Japanese people. 
Yeah. It's against the the people who make TV. And it's again like they're just trying to save money. I guess. I think you're probably right about it being universal though. It, it, yeah. The reality TV thing. I yeah. I don't watch I don't like I fucking show. hate reality TV show already. Like yeah. I hate the American style of it. The American I just style, hate the Japanese version of it, of yeah, it too. Yeah. And it's all they play here. Yeah, it's crazy. So. It's got it's it's probably I'm hoping it's a fad because I remember like the 70s with the uh, the review, you know, they they would have um, variety okay. shows and those were just I mean as a kid that was like the worst shit yeah. ever, yeah. you know. It was so I mean I I have some nostalgic depression thinking about <laughs> it, you know, because it was so you'd be just stuck watching some fucking mm, uh, ridiculous like dance number like yeah. that went on forever. All right, Yoshi, this is your chance again. Rick mentioned that he remembers the seventies, and I was a kid. And he so. was a kid, so <laughs> Rick's old jokes. Think you got some? I know you've got some, Yoshi. Jump in right now. Yes. <laughs> Your Kusol Gigi joke. I had never seen Rick before I got before he got to Japan, and like that day I met you, I was like just fucking piece. Like I'm going on what how Yoshi has kind of just made you out, and I was expecting like a wrinkly old man. Oh, good. And that's when I lo- we became friends on Facebook, and I looked at your. Fa- I was like, oh, these must be from these must be from the eighties. Right, right. right. <laughs> this must be from a long time ago. I, sure enough, he's uh, Rick. He is a lot younger than Yoshi makes him out to be. Uh, that's not true. I've always looked, I've always looked <laughs> younger than I am, but uh, I mean, uh, there's some periods where I catch up and big. Sp- Horrible spurts. Mm, yeah. yeah. Like it comes in waves, yeah. yeah. I think I'm in the middle of one of them now. I'm catching up to however old I really am. Anyway. Anyway, um, uh, we talked about, yeah, bad what, Japanese TV show. Yeah, I wanted to say, you, uh, I noticed when you're on the phone with your wife, you talk in English all the time. Yeah, my wife, my wife, I met my wife in Canada. Mm. She had lived in Canada for a few years, mm. and then she'd lived with me. We lived in Canada together for maybe two years. And then we came here. Hmm. So she, yeah, she prefers she, that you don't speak any Japanese. My wife is a selfish, selfish <laughs> woman. <laughs> she does not want me to speak Japanese at all uh-huh. at home. Like she, you know, she's not against me learning it, mm-hmm. but she's against me speaking it to her because she doesn't want her English to. She only wants her English to keep getting better. Right. And it kind of like happened that way where I was like, I was her teacher for yeah. like the first few uh for the first few years like you know I, I helped her out a lot which is you know so it just it's just the life i live she yeah. does not want she doesn't you know she does not that she doesn't want me to learn japanese but she's not teaching me any uh-huh. you know she refuses to teach me so yeah. it kind of fit in well with my personality because i was just like you know i don't want to have to i don't want her to be like some kind of teacher and telling me how to speak all the time it would have been really annoying do you speak with uh, parents who you her parents no no uh, oh the parents you, of the, the yeah the people you deal with on a business uh right? yeah i try i i do what i can but uh like my staff speaks english obviously they have to um it's an english school and because my japanese isn't my job ja- out of all the the foreign owners of the school mine is 100 percent the worst mm-hmm. um Again, like I, my listening is a lot better than my speaking, mm-hmm. so it kind of turns into a lot of the times my staff will speak Japanese and I'll just talk English, speak English back to them. Yeah. Uh, parents-wise, I will do a little bit, but if 
you know, if it gets rough, I just get my staff to translate it. Same thing with my wife and her family. I'll make an effort up until it gets one word, and then it's like, hi, translate. Translate, please. But it's cool. My wife's grandfather is fluent in English, too. He, um, he's the only other person I can speak to in the family. He, he's actually really interesting. He was training to be a pilot when the, world, when the Second World War ended. Q Yoshi. Yoshi? Old, his, his oldest joke. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got, yeah. The, the, Look under World War II in your book. You've got some here, Yoshi. Well, that was the... Uh, and but then afterwards, yeah. he ended up... The reason why he speaks English is after he... After the war ended, uh. he hadn't finished the, the flight training. Right. And uh, he started working with the Americans. He became an accountant working with the American army. Oh. So he's completely fluent. Wow. Yeah. And he's the only other person in my family that drinks alcohol. So it's really fun to hang out with them. <laughs> so he must have been in, in real flight school because I my uh, understanding of history is that they were throwing the kamikazes into planes that yeah, didn't he wasn't, know how to fly He wasn't, yeah. no, no, I like kind of broached the subject with yeah. him. Like what, I just kind of said, what kind of pilot were you going to be? Yeah. Which was like, <laughs> yeah. were you going to fucking, like, yeah. he obviously, he's not dumbing you what I was trying to ask. Yeah. yeah. And he said, no, I was going to fly. And he just, his response was, I was going to fly big planes. I was going to fly like big yeah. planes. So not right. a kamikaze. Yeah. Or, yeah, Yoshi. <laughs> B- big plane, 9-11 joke? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> something. Yoshi, you got something? Come on, you. Yeah. Come on, Yoshi. Good tribute. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's your podcast. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, 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 last time we spoke, I, I, I set the, the scene. We're in a classroom right here, and this is at Tim's school, and it overlooks a playground where... Uh, I'll open it. Where beautiful the- little Asian kids, including a lot of Chinese and Korean kids, right? Yeah, there's some. There's a lot of students that I have that are Korean or uh, Chinese too. Uh-huh. Also, the, it's cool to teach Chinese kids. I can tell them to shut up in Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> I'm teaching little Korean kids with Japanese names. I'm teaching you little Yoshi's. They're all gonna grow up to hate this country. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking just be miserable. <laughs> teach them to, to yell epithets in English yeah. as they stomp their yeah. family members. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, Yoshi, here's your chance. What do you want my what do you want me to teach my students? Some useful English words that I should teach to my Korean born or Korean I don't know if they're born or they're, they're Korean nationality <laughs> students that I should what should I teach them come on teach them to commit seppuku yeah <laughs> speaking of yeah again seppuku should be like the people who make the Japanese TV uh, oh, I not not I wouldn't say seppuku <laughs> but I would go uh, what is it you be smet you be smet uh, so they like fucking cut their pinky finger off oh yeah, yeah. that's a uh, I feel that's in order for yeah. the television. Again, I'm sorry to go back to how bad the TV is here, but I'd like that would make me feel happy. I see like how, you know yeah. how badly somebody can fuck up, if but that's how bad the TV is here. Your version of justice is you have a giant collection of pinky fingers from yeah. TV. Well, you know, I don't want to bring up. I don't want to bring up your cat, huh. Yoshi, but Yoshi. 
Mm-hmm. You know, maybe, yeah, maybe this do is the right thing. Do the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> You've seen the Robert Mitchum yeah. film uh, with Ken Takakura, the Yakuza. Anyway, we don't, I just, need, we don't need to go. I'm just throwing that out there. Just, uh, yeah. Sorry. No disrespect, Rick. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Yeah. Uh, I really hope I get my little cat back. Yeah, I hope you do too, man. That's that's sweeter. awful. It's really sad. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, I you know uh, we were. We're not uh, quite done talking. Um, We should talk a little bit about music just because I know Yoshi has always told me that what he likes about his podcast is when people are enthusiastic about what they talk about. And it doesn't matter if it's something he knows shit about, which is music. Uh huh. So So Japanese. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he's. uh, Well, it goes back to his, you know. He likes AKB. That's okay. We used to always mock him at, at my old job because he'd be like, he, he just out of the, out of the blue in the middle of the day, he'd be like, "So are Beatles popular?" You go on, yes. He's from my country. <laughs> uh, yeah, music is. Yeah, I like. I've, I'm like you. You know, it turned out that it was really strange that we. Like within the first five minutes, we were sitting down with each other. Yeah. Like you said the word like the, the Mertzbo. Yeah. I was like, what yeah. the fuck? How do you know Mertzbo? Nobody knows that around here. Well, but you, you, it's just random, you know. I mean, you're about fifty years younger than me, so what? What? Um, what was the path that led you into like this noise music that, we, that we'll uh, later? Like, I grew up in a really, really small town, mm-hmm. like maybe two hundred people. So I grew up. Lucky enough, I like my parents had relatively good taste in music. I grew up listening to like Pink Floyd and Black Sabbath and all that kind of stuff. And then when I moved to the city, I moved to Ottawa. Uh, I just got lucky and started working at a coffee shop, and I met a lot of really, I met like musicians, like guys who played music and played in bands. One of the guys is actually lives in your neighborhood now, like from Ottawa, now lives in lives in LA and I would tell all of Yoshi <laughs> Yoshi's Yoshi's listeners to support him. His name is Mike H or major entertainer Mike H. <laughs> he only opens. He does not headline. <laughs> but he opens for Neil Hamburger and yeah. he's and he's like he's a lot he has a lot to do with how I kinda branched out into like learning about, you know, all like just all different forms of music. Yeah. Uh, he was um, like a big Mike Patton fan. He would fucking hate me saying that right now. <laughs> he gets associated with that, but yeah. he 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 has like a wide variety. He's introduced me to uh, Melt Banana, which is mm-hmm. one of the better Japanese noise bands. Uh, Lightning Bolt. In there, I would if you like noise kind of noise rock, it's really good. Um, it's drum and bass noise rock. He introduced me to he introduced me to like X and then from X I went to Y and Z like you know it kind of exploded from you know that that base him and a group another you know other not not only him but a lot of other people I got into kind of like progressed from I guess like Phantomus to like Melt Banana then to kind of more obscure like drone stuff which I really recently within the last maybe five years i really really got into the noise and drone kind of aspect of it mm-hmm. uh 
Boris, being the Japanese man, like I will talk about Japanese bands. Boris is just a monster of a, a of a doom rock, I guess, doom metal, doom noise. I they they kind of go into a lot of different areas. Yeah, and I, they're I like they're just fucking amazing. They're yeah. so good. And we mentioned this on the last podcast. If you know, if there's a like like the uh, the, the the sprinkle on top about. Uh, Boris is that their guitarist is the cutest <laughs> fucking girl you've ever seen. Yeah, cute little cute Japanese girl. She's got a guitar as big as her yeah, and she can and really she play it. Yeah. just <laughs> fucking melts faces. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, and I've seen... Uh, and then you've one, seen them play, right? I've seen them play yeah. twice. Yeah. And then from them, like I had seen... I like went and saw them and then uh, I got to see KG... KG Haino hmm. and I had kind of like a little bit of like I knew who the Boredoms were but I hmm. but after seeing him live like that was that was an experience it's not even like it's hard to even call it music yeah like it's like <laughs> it's, it's like anyone off the street who would have like accidentally walked into that show <laughs> would have probably thought it was some kind of seance or kind of like, <laughs> like yeah. I don't know like it's just it's really noisy and really kind of abstract and angular, mm-hmm. but just, you know, really unique statement when it comes to trying to like putting music together, just like a music arrangement. And that's what it was. Uh-huh. It's an arrangement and it's very, very unique yeah. and amazing. Yeah. But again, it's hard to call it music. Yeah. His, his, what I saw that night was yeah. very, you know. Well, it's interesting <laughs> you, when you're talking about fighting and the the meditative aspect of it yeah you also mentioned last time we talked about the meditative aspect of droning drone yeah that's one uh uh i i play music also but when it comes to like playing i play bass which is the the you know the easiest goddamn thing anybody (laughs) can do it's so easy again it's like how i didn't want to refer to myself as a fighter i don't really want to refer to myself as a musician either because i just you know basically take the path of least resistance but um it's there's a there is a meditative aspect to it because you know it's like if if you've ever kind of uh chanted a mantra or anything along those lines you just kind of get into the you know, you're just repeating yourself over and over. And that's what drone music is. Mm. But it's very loud. Yeah. It's like to the point where if, like, Sun-O, if yeah. you know who Sun-O is, or it's actually, it's not Sun-O, it's Sun. You should, right, right. that's, fuck, I sound like a hipster. <laughs> Sorry, I apologize. <laughs> it's not actually how you pronounce Sun-O. Sun is the real way. God damn it. I'm gonna sound like such an asshole. But how, um, how many? But like, when you when, yeah. when you see them, it's so loud and it's so um, bass heavy, like yeah. below end heavy, yeah. that it, it's like a vibration, you yeah. know. And it kind of, you know. And when you play music and you stand in front of a giant Ampeg amp, oh. and you're just kind of like focused in on doing that one pattern, yeah, methodically and repetitively. And you, your mind can kind of just you can you know, it's you can hit altered states. It sounds so hippie. I'm sorry, but no, if you do, it's true. Like it is something I, you can experience. I know that from being a listener, but I, I there have actually been shows. Einstein's in Neubaut and, and Motorhead are both bands that are like where the bass frequency was so loud mm-hmm. that it actually triggered like a fight or flight yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, Motorhead, know? which <laughs> the first time I saw Motorhead too was. Yeah. 
like it hurt. Like it fucking hurt to like just sit and stand there and like, oh, feel like I'm being it's like, like your heart. Yeah, it's like a, like a like a small electrocution almost. Yeah. It's like, oh God, yeah. it hurts. Like the, the like the the shape, yeah. like the vibration. Yeah. And you know the fact that you're you know I I'm not very smart. I don't ever wear earplugs, mm. and it, you know. Yeah. Probably why I'm screaming half the time with my <laughs> fucking English classes. <laughs> so, but well, your yeah. voice cuts through their, their cuts chatter. Through, yeah, <laughs> cuts through their childlike innocence. <laughs> all right, Yoshi, there's your chatter. Right there, childlike innocence, childlike Yoshi. Innocence. Go, go right, all right ahead. Cut a feeling, Joe. I'm sure now that's not the only thing that cuts through them. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, uh, got it. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, it, I, I mean, because you're a lot younger than me, you came. I, I guess you're. I'm late to the game for a lot of it. Well, yeah. well I, I mean, who isn't? I mean, I, even I, as old as you're I not. am, you're not. You, you, sir, are not late. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, there was Yoshi. There, <laughs> there was a lot of noisy psychedelia mm, from that, before my time. That is true. Yeah, but yeah. I guess the actual birth of industrial Genesis, music, yeah. I was pretty. Close to that because I, I think the first one I picked up was uh, the Leather Nun Slow Death EP, which mm. is uh, I just picked up because the cover was so grotesque and mm. scary. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, there, uh, did you ever get into White House? Do you, do you like that? No, I've never heard of White House. Yeah, they're. Uh, I've heard of White Hills. They're good. They're like a psychedelic band. Huh. Yeah, uh, White White House is like uh, two or three guys, depending. Um, they're they're not. I don't think they're really active anymore. But uh, they they're kind of infamous because their lyrics are extremely misogynistic, but um, in a creepy way. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, they're not. They're, it's not like kind of like Yoshi, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not like hard rock misogyny. It's like yeah. 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 You know, I get you. Yeah. It's, it's like I'm gonna kill you, bitch. Kind of. I I don't even know how to describe it. Mm. It's peculiar. It's very uh, British. Like, oh, okay. William Bennett, who's like the the leader of the band, is uh, he's got a real sick sensibility. But it's funny, he's, mind. he's become <laughs> uh, he's kind of changed his ways. He's in a band called Cut Hands now, which you also might like, which has a real Af- African influence. Like uh-huh. he, uh, he he put out a lot of uh, noise compilations on his label from around the world, and there was always a, a <laughs> I always heard like. A, uh, suspicions that it was actually all him, like making yeah. fake bands because like oh, the yeah. bands were, were unheard of. But no, he's just he, has like hidden likes that he would. Yeah, <laughs> but it, at least the extreme music from Japan comp that he did had Incapacitants and a bunch of other bands that were, mm. were, were well known. Um, yeah, uh, I like I like that kind of stuff. It's like the stuff like the Boredoms. For some reason, it's like too. That kind of chaos, I, I can deal it's with. It's almost it. predictable. Yeah, I find, I find, yeah. yeah. Like it's, but I think again, it's from a different time. Yeah. Like I think what they were going with, like it's, I think a lot of music is kind of, it is not as original as some people would like to think. Like a lot of music influences other music. So if you don't yeah. have that kind of base that you've, you know, haven't listened to X whoever, yeah, you can't really, you know. These that, guys might have only been going on like very few influences at the time, which was yeah back when you were and young. Not, and there's nothing wrong with that. I, yeah, went back, way, way back. Way back. <laughs> okay, you should get one ready. Yeah. Uh, no, 
but I, I think that's one thing that in the last 10 years, because, of, you know, there is all this new noise and drone mm. and black metal and yeah. all this stuff that is very, very noisy. Yeah. But I love, love, I love the fact that it's been liberated from the idea that it has to be new. Yeah. That it's new. We've, we're, we're revolutionaries. We're, yeah. That, that's such I, bullshit. It's never, I also, it's never the case. Yeah. Know? I also like the fact that it's been freed from the heavy metal <laughs> fucking look not look but like the heavy metal like the 80s oh well this is metal yeah, yeah. you know like you, it's it's you know it, get, it wouldn't it doesn't get lumped in with Metallica and it yeah. doesn't get lumped in with Pantera yeah. or anything like that or Slayer uh-huh. and not you know that's you know that that's fine for you know that, yeah. that music is okay and but it's not it doesn't get the same kind of like oh you know you're just a bunch of fucking long-haired retards you know yeah, yeah it's it's given a lot more respect and i think you know not to sound like a dick but like a pompous dick but you know we're <laughs> <laughs> clear on what kind of dick i'm gonna sound like here but you know like it, there is like a lot more thought there's a lot more uh a lot more intelligence put into that music yeah, yeah. you know and it's not kind of like Riff A, Riff B, Riff B, Shred. Riff yeah. A, Riff B, Shred. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's a lot more, uh, you know, it's more, especially when it comes to drone, there's a lot, it's more, it's, it's definitely an experience. You know, it's yeah. not, you know, it's not something you can, you know, you experience in your headphones. Yeah. It's not just something you can put on the background and do the dishes to, you know, it's something you have to give a lot of attention to. Which is like, yeah. you know, like any kind of good art, I guess you could. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I do it too. I, know. I, I, I sound like I, I, I am. Maybe I'm overanalyzing it, but I don't know. I do the dishes. Yeah, too, <laughs> <laughs> I still do the dishes too. Yeah, uh. but I, I think we were, we were talking about this before, and and to me, it's the the line isn't real. I, I love, you know, I've got no '80s metal is some of my favorite. Yeah, me too. I but, absolutely love '80s but, metal, uh, but but it, I, it is a different animal. Yeah. yeah, I see the line being drawn back more to Swans. And yeah. Like that, the early swans is like my that that uh, that kind of extremely primitive but very thoughtful yeah. Know, music. Yeah. You know, yeah. Just, I, I would if yeah. I, we talked about this last time. Actually, the, when I met you the first time, I had list. I would say again, listen to the new Swans album. Mm. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's very like it's one of the best albums I've listened to. You know, in the last maybe year or so, I'm like, gonna have to go right home and torment that one. Yeah, yeah, it's really good, man. <laughs> man it's 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 uh, a lot of drone. It's very repetitive, oh. uh, and it's a lot of like they really really nail the the crescendo aspect to like when to like how to and the builds go on forever. Oh. Like they feel like it feels like you're just like stuck in like a like a trance. It's like trance metal, like it just uh-huh. goes, 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 and then finally hits like this massive peak, uh-huh. and then it goes on for another five minutes. <laughs> and they just built on top of that again. But uh, yeah, again, yeah. all of Yoshi Yoshi's. Sorry, I keep on. I keep on to call him Yoshi Waka. I have a student named that. <laughs> really? This is like way way sitting in sitting in this chair. I have to call him. Anyway, it's, uh, it's Yoshi Kazu yeah. because he is the only one. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I just it's there. It's a great album. So anyway, I I've, I'd actually heard uh, great things about their reunion, which is unusual because I'm so. That's a rare thing. I, yeah, I, I I hate old fogey rock, but uh, I hate when 
uh, bands get back together, it always sucks. Yeah, I, I just I found out two days ago that Pink Floyd is going to make a new album. First new album they're going to make in 20 years. Wow. And one of the guys died about five years ago, uh-huh. and Roger Waters isn't in the band. Yeah. So, like, why the fuck would you... Like, I'm, you shouldn't call it Pink Floyd, I'm sorry. Yeah. Especially, like, the, the reason why they got the rights was because... Um, like David Gilmour wasn't an original member, mm-hmm. but the two, like I, the keyboard player Richard Wright and the drummer, who I can't remember his name, uh, they were two of the original members, and were like Roger Waters had written all the songs and did every like the reason why they were famous was because of everything he did, right? And they still got the name because it was two out of three. But that guy died. <laughs> it should change now. They shouldn't be able to like. I, you know, I feel like everything one of the, should were, get a new name when you, if you, if it changes significantly. Like the, it bugs me. That's what mainly bugs me about these reboots. I, I don't mind. You can imitate old movies and yeah. redo them, reboot them, re- change them, or be slavishly uh, faithful to them. Yeah. But just change, just change the name. That's all. Uh, well, because don't don't, don't yeah. try and ride on someone else's. I'm glad like, they did that with like the Planet of the Apes. Well, like, that's a franchise. Yeah, that's a franchise, but I think they're, you know, they're not like the fucking Mark, what is it, Marky Mark? Oh, God. Mark Wahlberg's awful. fucking remake of that. It's <laughs> the worst thing I've ever seen. And when I found out they were, like, maybe, it was, the, it was released two years ago, but I remember finding out, it was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. It's going to be god awful. Yeah. And it wasn't. Like, it, I was, you know, oh, yeah. You didn't totally fucking ruin it. Yeah, I, I really liked that one. I liked it too. And I'm looking forward to the next one, but, yeah. I mean, uh, I I think the CGI on that one uh, just uh, why am I going off on the CGI? But I, yeah. I, I there were the only thing that I thought was was maybe lacking in those action scenes was that the apes seemed a little they like they didn't have enough weight. You know, they're jumping off of two stories onto the ground. Yeah, that was yeah, a little yeah, too yeah. cartoony. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah but uh, other than that, everything else is great. It's great, great movie. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. <clears throat> uh, monkey rape joke, Yoshi. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm making got, it more difficult for you here. I got nothing. I, I see what how, the fuck, guys? I see why he struggles so much with his comedy. <laughs> <laughs> so Yoshi had mentioned to me that he was going to get, like, I think Yoshi has fallen on hard times for money, and he's going to get. Well, yeah, that's why he's staying at my house. That's why. Yeah. In exchange for watching my cat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. He's, you should take a long look at your fucking pinky finger right now. <laughs> really think about that, Yoshi. Yeah. Oh, you're going to talk about his medical... Uh, yeah, he yeah, told yeah. me he was thinking about doing it. I have a friend who's doing it here. He's a Mexican guy. Hmm. Mexican joke. And he's doing it in Japan. I don't know what they're doing to him, but he actually is a guy who works here. Hmm. And he like goes in every... Every Monday, he has to get blood taken out of him, and I, they're given. I have no idea what they're giving him. Yeah, and he's making pretty good money. For it sounds like a pretty good gig if, yeah. if you get accepted, but the, yeah. you have to jump, usually have to jump through a lot of hoops to get yeah. accepted. Yeah, yeah. Sure. This guy had to quit smoking. Yeah. It was, uh, but my God, yeah. it's not like he's making a lot of money doing. And it. also, you, they limit where you. You know, your, he's your very movements for yeah. A long he's time he's here. confined for uh, he's confined for the next like six months. He can't leave Japan. Oof. Yeah. Well, he's you know, 
This but guy's he, here, right? He lives here, and he's. But got he's him. not. A, he's allowed to leave the premises of work. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. But for but what happens is every you know every maybe two months he has to spend a week in a facility where he can't leave, uh-huh. and they run like constant tests on him. Wow. Yeah, it's I don't know. I I don't know if that's what Yoshi how Yoshi's setup is, but. I don't sure, know. I'd like to hear. I'd really like to hear Yoshi get into it. Yeah, I would too, and I and I think that's my future. So I'm, I'm gonna, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna look into that. I I posed the idea to my wife, and she's like, "No, <laughs> Are you fucking retarded. No, like, but no, I'm not doing that just, badly, No, no, I'm not. I just sounded like such easy money. <laughs> I'm not leaving Japan. Like I'm here. I live here, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. no, no, I got <laughs> shut down on that one. So. You can teach your students from closed circuit TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here in the compound. Oh, speaking of compound, were you, were you an ONA fan? Did you? Yeah, I heard about that. I, I actually was. I don't know. Like, I was lucky enough to like be on Twitter. Um, like, be like, I just had my phone open on Twitter while that was happening, and I was just watching. So, what were the him. tweets? What were his tweets about? Like, uh, he deleted just, them all. He like. got he got attacked. I think. Okay, I don't want to. You know, I I might destroy the story, but he was taking pictures. Right. And he, I think, a woman was in one of the pictures. Yeah, she. I don't know if he was like specifically taking her picture, uh, or if she was just like walking by in the frame. Right. And she like think told him to she was a black woman i think that's kind of right. where this is where the whole controversy well like, that, white that's and as black much as i know thing. is like she told him to not to take a picture yeah and, and then i don't know what he said yeah uh, like, again there like, were other black people there around was, there, whatever there, he said got a, the attention yeah, of other black people yeah and then he well she attacked so he, yeah. like she punched him a few yeah. times and he didn't do anything back uh, like he didn't obviously he didn't you know punch right. a woman on the street yeah and but some of the tweets were like she she should be happy that I did nothing because I had a gun which you know yeah he had a gun on him which is normal like I'm not that big right. I think it's in Canada that's a weird thing but and Japan but in in America it's you know yeah. it's normal and uh, yeah he just like he went off like the, some of the words were like pig animal cunt yeah. Sav- savage I think was the word he probably uh. shouldn't have used right <laughs> I, think, I think that was like the wrong it's but a, but again a like history behind there's it. a lot of bad yeah, yeah, yeah you know but uh, I think that's the word that sunk him yeah. that I think he made but again you know I <laughs> I watched the Joe Rogan podcast <laughs> and um, Joe kind of said like a he made a good point he's like if he would have went on air the next day yeah and said it all yeah it would have been probably wouldn't have been right. he probably wouldn't have gotten fired yeah yeah he would have been able to articulate the entire situation right right and but the problem is when you tweet you make it they're just like straight they're straight statements yeah right so they can he's tw- all, he, each he's, one can be he, taken out of context. Exactly, yeah. Right and he's kind of like trying to tell a whole story, but he's doing it in like a statement based. And you know, he's like, they've been in trouble before. Yeah. Like they've been in trouble a lot. So there's like they've got people, like people, like Americans again are fucking like. Again, like one thing I do like about Japan is, they're not, overly, politically correct. Here they're not. They're not. They're not hypocrites they're about not the racism. Hi- yeah, exactly. They wear they wear it on their. They're yeah. very like they wear it on their sleeve about how they feel about stuff, yeah. and they're not 
you know, they're certainly not ultra sensitive to foreigners, <laughs> but, but and they're not ultra sensitive, like, you know, so, where was I going with this? Well, you know, he's got a lot of people gunning for him. Yeah. He's already in a position where people are trying to get him, you know, well, that's like, what he's I, fuck, like they're not that's fucked what, up, but he seemed, said a lot of stuff before, you know. It just seemed very, very conveniently timed because their contract is coming up in like a couple months or something like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. I, I can't imagine that this is the worst thing he said or did. That, no, no, you know, probably no. They, they, it was just they they were looking. I think the company was looking for a way yeah. to there, cancel the show. There was, was a a long time ago. There was he, there was this fucking uh, bit they did. Patrice O'Neill and I think it might have been Anthony. I'm not. I'm is it sure. the one where he's wearing the Nazi helmet? He's like, exactly. It's Nazi or, or nigga. <laughs> I like who the taxi would pick up first. And they would always pick up, they'd always pick up the Nazi first. <laughs> and then Patrice would just run over to them and start saying, what the fuck, man? <laughs> just start screaming at the fucking taxi driver. Which is, uh, which is hilarious on, on two levels. Because the, the taxi driver is... is the taxi driver is most likely Middle Eastern. Yeah. <laughs> which is, you know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just the fact that he would stop for either one of them. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> There's a choice. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with this white guy. Eight foot tall black guy. Yeah. Or <laughs> so yeah, I, but yeah, it's like, you know, when you're that, when you're like a fucking voice like that, a, such a heard voice, you're always gonna have people gunning for you, and like a. Kind of like a. I don't want to make this comparison. I don't want to give you the impression I listened to this guy. Mm. Not not Anthony, but Rush Limbaugh. Right, right. Like Rush Limbaugh, a few years ago, like went off on some political girl. They called her a whore. I don't remember, mm. but he got like huge backlash. Mm -hmm. But you know, there's people. There's just there's people who have, who make a fucking living out of being offended. Right. You know, and again, like I'm not saying what you know I don't you know calling a black person a savage is not fucking something I would ever fucking do uh, you know and I don't you know but yeah. a racism view aside like there is an industry of people yeah, yeah. who get paid big money yeah. lawyers especially to be offended yeah. and like there's you know it's not hard it's not hard to get you know you, you like uh, you have a group of lawyers that get offended they go to companies and say, pull your advertising. Right. Or they go to the company and say, take this guy off the fucking air. Or we'll bombard, we'll make your life hell. Yeah. So, well, it's usually people getting offended on behalf of other groups. It's yeah, usually yeah, white yeah. people getting offended well, on behalf of some other What it usually is is lawyers taking charge of like, oh, like, let's organize this movement. Yeah. Let's get a petition. Let's, you know, let's make some money. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm not saying like people have you know fuck you can be offended for that, and you know I understand. I'm, why not, some, saying, I'm not saying I'm never offended. I mean I know there's fucking. Been, there's been times I've been offended a lot living here. I've actually been I'm, offended listening to the ONA show when they get into their nationalist bullshit and start talking you know rah rah the police stuff, and I just turn it off. You know, I, I, yeah. I, I mean I, I like. Oh yeah, I'm not saying I fucking agree with. I like any those of that, guys, but, like, but I don't agree with all their bullshit. You know? No, but uh, I I just think it's a, it's tragic that. Someone get whose job it is to talk gets thrown off the air for you know talking. That's yeah, it, it's, it's it's a ridiculous <laughs> situation. Yeah. yeah, and it sucks that you can have people to say like I don't like what 
that fucking guy said. Yeah. So take him off the fucking air. Yeah. Because I'm offended. Right. You know, all right. That's just not really fucking like. There's no <laughs> talking about America here. Yeah. And you know that's that's something I think a lot of people don't. There's no losses. American, you have to follow yeah. uh, Anthony Cumia yeah, on yeah. Twitter. No, yeah. exactly. Like <laughs> fuck. You know how many fucking assholes there are on Twitter. Yeah. A lot of people they don't. You know. Yeah. You know they don't only you know just because he's popular you know you could just say fuck him you know you can you know that's your opinion and you can leave him but try to take somebody's job away yeah. you know it's not like he was a goddamn role model like he's not like he ever came off as like yeah. a Tiger Woods or a Michael Jordan right. you know he made his living talking shit <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> anyway yeah. Yeah. yeah I think it's I think it sucks I think it sucks but I think it's like again there's a market for it so the market takes over. Yeah, I, I, there's a market for taking to to, to to like have a movement against people. Yeah, the, the, I guess it gets termed the social justice warriors. That's what the that's the derogatory term for these people who who want to kind of police the what the outlines of what what you're supposed to say or do or behaving. Yeah. I just uh, I just think it. I might even agree with some of their goals if if I believe that they were being... Well, that's the thing. It's like, it depends what, you know, again, I've, I'm not saying I'm not going to use the Anthony Cumia example, but yeah. if you're saying, you know, you, you, you want all black people dead, like, that's okay. Yeah, you'd probably, you're probably a fucking menace to society if that's what you're saying, <laughs> yeah. and then that should be confronted. Yeah. But if you're just, you know kind of comp like making a comment on you know what society's like and or yeah. you know like some one experience that you've had and you, you know or you're being f or the worst thing is if you're trying to be funny yeah like that's i think that's the thing that i don't think the thing is anthony wasn't trying to be funny right when that was going on but like for guys who have gotten in shit about making jokes yeah you know yeah that you know did, did you read the Gilbert Gottfried uh, yes, article? Yes, I did. That was amazing. I'm, fuck you, I'm not sorry. And he got, yeah, it was all because of Japan. He got in a lot of shit for making tsunami jokes. Which is, they were, they were good jokes. So I don't know what you yeah, I, well, I, I, don't, I don't understand the problem. Yoshi's so pissed that they were good jokes. I know. Come on, Yoshi. He's not even Japanese. I know. He, he looks Japanese when you smile sometimes yeah <laughs> uh, but yeah um, yeah it's it's too bad that it's come down to like people getting shut down for speaking their mind even though like you know you know like I'm saying like if you're speaking your mind and you're not a menace to society or you're not propagating hate yeah then you know people shouldn't be trying to affect your advertiser or getting like so offended I don't know it's fucked. It's just that it's all, totally fucked. It's always a better answer to just fucking argue, argue back. You know, like post, well, post, post a rebuttal. You yeah, know, like, yeah. Post a rebuttal, but don't. You know, yeah. this guy's made a living out of talking. Like you said, he's made a living out of talking. So their main first thing they're gonna do is, oh, we're gonna go after his sponsors, or yeah. we're gonna attack his provider, serious. Yeah. And we're gonna fuck this guy's life because he said some fucked up stuff. The, like I, that's not. Yeah, this, that's 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 not that's not communication. Yeah, that's that's violent. Yeah, you want more speech 
not less speech. That's yeah, the, that's the answer. You know, yeah. I think it, it, shutting somebody up just make basically, you know, the the best you're going to do is make them a martyr to to some cause that well, you don't. Well, that's it. Even, yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. that. Not that I'm saying that's. What, that's about, probably that yeah. has nothing to do with that. Has nothing Kumia, to do with which, that. Yeah, because no, no. I actually, you know, except for the savage part, I probably agree with everything you said. You know, I'm. I'm, I'm, well, I, I, yeah. like, again, I, I'll make a comment about that. Mm. How, I, I, again, I'm from Canada. Mm. The, we don't the, the society is not that different, mm. but there is a difference with, you know, the kind of like the segregation aspect of when you go to a city, if you go to Detroit yeah. or you go to Chicago, that city is cut down the fucking line. Yeah, like you can't deny that. Mm-hmm. You know. There's very few places where there's loads of white people and loads of black people. Right. So usually, for most cities, I think Los Angeles is maybe a little different. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know about New York so much, but anyway. So when you like, there is like there is white on black crime, one hundred percent. There are fucking asshole white people who yeah. attack black people, but there are also black people who do attack white people. And again, being Canadian, I'm sheltered as fuck. It's not a very dangerous... Like, we don't have that... Like, we don't have a gun culture. We don't have... Kind of... We don't have as a violent culture. Mm-hmm. It's not as violent. So when you go... I, you feel it. Like, there's a there's a noticeable fucking feeling of, of like... Wow, this is, things could get fucking bad real fast. Yeah, yeah. And that's not... And I'm not saying black or white. But that's more my kind of Canadian impression of going to America. It becomes a lot more dangerous. Like, there's a noticeable, not a lot more, I shouldn't say a lot more dangerous, but where you go does affect, you know, if you go to a trailer park, yeah, it's not, like, it's not a good scene, you know. If you're black. If you're black. Yeah. And if you're white and you go to a fucking ghetto, yeah. it could be, it might not be a good scene either. Or you, could, you know, and I'm not saying a black ghetto, I'm, it could be a fucking Latino ghetto or it could be, it could be a fucking white ghetto because that's what a fucking trailer park is. It's a mm-hmm. white ghetto. So, you know, it's a big, you know. It's it, it's a violence. The violence is real. It's there. It happens. So yeah. him addressing it, though he probably didn't address it in the best way. Like he is trying to address it. It it yeah, again. I'm not, I'm not trying to stick up for what this guy said, but yeah, I don't. I don't. I, it's you know. I, I don't really. Fucking, I don't really care. I don't really saying. fucking care. Exactly. He said, he said many things that have pissed me off. Yeah, but, there's a lot. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, there was the the thing about him carrying a gun. Uh, the, someone at the on the Talking Shit podcast brought up uh, a good point. It must be so infuriating to not to have a gun and not use it, and then still be attacked, like attacked verbally for what happened. You know, like he, he yeah, he got attacked verbally for saying that he didn't use his gun. Yeah. <laughs> He's, like, he's, he's like, there's the one thing he did right was he didn't use the gun, and he says it, yeah. and people are like, "Fuck you!" Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, like he's fucking. Uh, yeah. The internet is a sea of fucking hate, so yes. you know he's gonna get fucking. He got he got shut down. Like that's you know, the risk you run if you're a public figure. They were gonna just, have people gunning for you. To me, it, it's in, indicative that they were just gonna cancel the show anyway. That was the that, it. Just happened three months or earlier. Mm. Whenever. Oh, he'll have no problem. He'll you know he'll I he'll continue not. talking. He'll just have a podcast. Like yeah yeah that's, I, that's that's that'll be the that'll be the the progression. I imagine. Yeah, I mean, I I can't. Uh, 
yeah, he he's he's definitely he he and Norton are definitely the heart of that show, and the, mm-hmm. they're very talented guys. Anyway, uh, we didn't really get into uh, Japan's courtesy culture and all the other cool stuff we talked about last time, but hopefully this won't be the last time we talk. Anthony Kumi is a racist and took over this <laughs> fucking thing real fast. Way to go, Anthony! Yeah, <laughs> fucking gun nut, racist pig. Savage! <laughs> fucking savage! <laughs> you had to go waving your dick around in Jesus. dead sty or wherever the hell you fucking were. Fucking big white dick. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, ruining, like, ruining all podcasts for two weeks. It was barely a white Every, dick. It's like yeah. a greasy Italian dick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I hope this uh, this is uh, acceptable to Yoshi because uh, our last one, I was pretty uh, I was pretty torn up when he told me he wasn't going to use it because of my incompetence with the technical equipment. But uh, I really want to thank Tim for. Um, for taking the time to sit down yet again and have no, yeah, no problem, man. I like hanging out with you. Rick. Yeah, I, 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 it's always a great time. And I like Yoshi too. He's not bad. Well, have He's, you ever met Yoshi in person? Never. Maybe that's why I like him. I think that's it. No, but no, I like to say like, uh, yeah, Yoshi's been super nice to me. It's you know he just found me on the internet basically, and I kind of always like after seeing his like the Joe Rogan thing. That's where I found out about him. You know, he is funny. Like I do like like his comedy. Like mm-hmm. I, I I actually do like you, Yoshi. <laughs> uh, he's funny, and uh, I just I want to say thanks for you know giving me the opportunity to be heard. Even though hopefully I won't be associated with all the Anthony give me a fucking hate. Oh, yeah, uh, but well, no. <laughs> do you Nobody's want, gonna listen to this anyway. <laughs> do you want to put your Twitter handle on here? Uh yeah, it's just Tim R. Saint Jean S. Ah, sorry. T. I don't know how to spell my own name. T. I. M. Uh, sorry. T. I. M. S. T. J. E. A. N. Jean. Jean. I'm French Canadian. Are you really French Canadian? Uh, my blood is French Canadian. You don't speak I don't French. Mom, my French sucks. I like went to French school up until I was like maybe in grade four, and then they, my parents pulled me out because I just fucking hated French culture. Yeah. I hated my. I didn't. Sorry, I hated my teachers. I hated, what didn't speak French at home. So Your, your parents didn't speak English? No. Well, the, my parents, my mother is completely fluent, but the, uh-huh. the, the house language was was uh, was English, so. Uh-huh. Because my dad was pure English, so. Uh-huh. so I, and my dad has the French name. That's, 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 uh-huh. if you're thinking about it, it is correct, <laughs> yes. But my dad was raised by, yeah, my dad's. He was raised by But he was like, his, his mom was, his mom was completely English, so he kind of only got his English from his mom. Uh-huh. Anyway, Quebec people hate people like me who have <laughs> French fucking names. As and well don't fucking, and live in like, I have like residence in like, in, in, in Quebec, and I don't fucking speak a word of their, like, I'm like fucking, I don't speak a word of fucking Japanese, and I live in Japan, and when I go back to Quebec, I don't speak French. You do, you do, speak, I am you just, do speak a few words of Japanese, I've heard. Oh, my, my, yeah, but like, I do speak a few words of French, too, but it's, you know. I know some French from, from uh, junior high school. Où est Philippe? Où est Philippe? A la, a la piscine. Oh, he's at the pool. Yes. We'll be back. Good for you, Philip. <laughs> <laughs> Insert sexual pool joke, Yoshi. Yeah. Piss in. Yeah. Piss in. Yeah. Piss in. 
Piss in the pissing, yes. Oh. Oh. Okay, I can be your closer, Yoshi. Yeah, I know. Well, he, he, no, are, you, are you kidding? He'll get a half hour's worth of material out of that one. Anyway, Sam, I'd like to uh, thank you once again. And uh, I had a great time. And uh, hopefully this will work. If not, fuck it. Fuck, Yoshi didn't. And I'm never doing this ever again. <laughs> Thanks, Yoshi. All right. Bye. Bye.